Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. I love the end of the year. I love coming into the end of the year and thinking about the next year. I love looking at the highs and lows of the the year um, that we're closing out. And I like rethinking, you know, kind of what this next year looks like. And I've become fascinated over, you know, 20 years of, you know, why New Year's resolutions don't stick as long as you would think that they would. And uh, anywhere from somewhere around 13 days to 17 days to uh, 27 days seems to be, you know, you look at Harvard, you look at Princeton, you look at at Psychology Today and, and all these reports, and it seems that most people's resolutions run out of gas within 30 days of the new year beginning. And so I think it'd be worth talking about how, why that happens and then also how you can solve for that so that everything stays alive. I think most resolutions, and I, I think I think I think you'll get this too. And I don't think it's wrong because I've 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 seen it in my my personal life over the years. I think a lot of resolutions are are birthed maybe in pain, and not physical pain necessarily, but just the pain of maybe regret, like Jim Rohn talks about, or the the pain of observation, which can be you know what happened. Uh, during the year that, you know, that, that maybe caused some pain, maybe it could be family, maybe it could be health, it could be some of those things. Um, we certainly know that when tragedy hits, people kind of recycle their priorities and, and, and rethink those things. But I think the, the best way to take a look at, at New Year's resolutions is what would happen if they were birthed in vision and pleasure and and what I really want to achieve. And, you know, the, the biggest thing about life, I think, is that it teaches us lessons. And I always, I tell my boys who are 25 and 23, you know, learn the big lessons fast, you know, and don't, 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 don't not learn them because until you learn a lesson, it's a mistake. And then think through really what does it look like to not repeat things that cause pain and then to execute things that move you closer to your dreams and goals. And so a couple things that I want to point out. Number one, I think that everything that we resolve to do, resolve, that's the word, right? It has to be birthed in a deeper sense of why is this important to me? Uh, we just finished a high trust sales academy, had 250 mortgage and real estate professionals there. And I spent the better part of three hours talking about why, why works and, and why knowing your purpose and why knowing what truly is deeply most important to you is the absolute essence, the super glue of making your resolutions work. When anything that we want to do externally, whatever it is, you know, better salespersonship, different marketing, better savings habits, you know, better health habits, better, you know, family habits and balance, better time habits, whatever, whatever it is, they're all designed to produce some kind of fulfillment. And fulfillment is the reason why, why works. You know, you, you experience making a difference, you experience fulfillment, you experience joy or happiness or those emotions that we all know are so very, very important to experience. And when you're talking about New Year's resolutions and you're talking about forming new habits and you're trying to undo something that got you to here by doing something that's going to get you to there, that takes time. 
So uh, two years ago when we, when we uh, interviewed James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits um, at Sales Mastery, he was, he was very, pun intended, last name Clear, he was very clear on a couple of things that I think are, are relevant here. Number one, um, don't set yourself up for failure because the, the, the most important thing about a resolution is if it's important to you is keeping it, right? And so in keeping it, you have to have a healthy attitude towards failure. Failure and success are sisters and brothers, right? You I mean, you can't have success without failure. You can't have um, setups for a better future unless you have setbacks for your current reality. And so it's, it becomes a, a really important dialogue to, you know, to have with oneself. And that is, why am I doing this in the first place? And why would getting healthy be important to me? Why would saving money be important to me? It should all center around one purpose, right? And, uh, you know, for me, it's, it's making a difference. And so when I have new goals for the year, it's like, I'm going to stick with the goals because I know the longer I stick with the goals or the, in this case, resolutions, the more likely I am to make a difference, um, make a difference in others' lives by making a difference in my life. And, you know, if I stay healthy, I can make a better difference. If I stay congruent with what I teach about wealth and health, then I can, I can do that better and longer and at a higher level of effectiveness. If I you know, if I have a balancing act that I want to kind of re-gear and has to do with free time and family, then I want to look at that because, you know, when I'm rested, I can make a better difference. When I'm fatigued, I can't make a better difference. And so it's a, it's that driving force that, that actually allows you to stay in the game and stay in the hunt. <clears throat> and then one of the things that happened at the Academy last week is I, I talked about micro victories. You know, one of the things that I believe is important is to understand the value of micro victories and micro victories are what they are they're wins there are a lot of little wins that stack up to make a big win and when you're winning you go forward and when you're not winning you stall out or you start going backwards and so on when i think about micro victories i'm thinking about like the littlest things compound over time it's you know like if i want to save a million dollars and i'm 22 you know i didn't need to put 250 bucks away every month but if i want to save a million dollars and i'm 52 you know i got to put away twelve thousand dollars a month it's a lot easier to put away 250 bucks a month than it is to put twelve thousand bucks a month away and so it's the micro victory of saving 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 right and making the investments wise and so on and so forth the other thing that james clear there's two more things that he brought to our message one was this idea of habit formation and habit formation is depending on the depth and the connection of a current habit, good or bad, um, habit formation is changing your habits to be more positive, to be more congruent, to be more forward thinking, to be more visionary, to be to really be more about the long term process of living through the short-term process of doing and doing well, doing what you want. So one of the studies that he claims is, and I've done the research on it, um, is that the big stuff takes a lot longer than one month of a New Year's resolution. The big stuff, he says, can take 250 days or more. And this idea that you can change your life in three weeks is not true. You can change the direction of your life in three weeks. But a life that's 30 years old that's had 10 years of bad habits is not going to change in a day. 
by trying to form a new habit. And so the old gets replaced over time with the new, and the new becomes a behavior that is not only driven by vision, but it is supported by your why, by your purpose. And then the final thing that, that I think he says, and I think this is really helpful around resolutions, is the idea of habit stacking. And habit stacking is one new habit leads to another habit that is stacked on top of that, which leads to another habit that is stacked on top of that. And somewhere between, you know, maybe for me anyway, I, I, I think four, maybe five habits stacked together. So, you know, I have a morning ritual, and in that morning ritual, there is um, a, a, a moment of, um, you know, preparing, and for me, that's getting a cup of coffee and kind of going into that kind of slow mode, and then I typically will go to my couch and turn on the fireplace, and that's a habit, and then I will go through a gratitude exercise on um, what I'm grateful for for the previous day. I will go for a, I'll go through a vision you know, kind of uh, interaction with myself on, you know, what's what's important about today and where are we in relation to the long-term vision. And then I meditate for 15 minutes. So all five of those habits are built into one stack during one block of time. And I think in the area of time blocking and productivity, when we start to talk about that and try to get familiar with momentum and micro victories is habit stacking. And so if you do all these things, you're more, much more likely to have your New Year's resolutions last. And then, of course, it would be wrong for me not to mention that one of the greatest ways for you to have your New Year's resolutions last because they are goals, right? They are goals is to have accountability, personal accountability, professional accountability through a coach. You know, if you've never had a free coaching consultation with us, um, we have a beautiful coaching company with a beautiful, beautiful platform that can really help you with your goals and measurement and improvement and, and really staying with it. But man, if you have good habits, it changes your perspective. You change your perspective, you go further. Um, and when you understand that new habits take time, just like old habits didn't happen overnight, that's a slow fade, right? Then your New Year's resolution is going to last. Okay. So have fun with this one and uh, happy New Year as you roll in 2022. We're here for you, uh, here to help, here to help you win and here to watch you win.